2: Welcome to the PHNX Coyotes Podcast, brought to you by the one and only DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, and leave us a five-star review. I'm Leah Merrill here with Steve Peters and Craig Morgan. Craig is still in his library in Maine. Petey, however, has moved the locations Shifted. and has a very hockey-esque background. Where are you?
1: Yeah, I went from my mother-in-law's little office to my dad's office, the, the old coach's hockey office in Bemidji, Minnesota. And I know you can't see it, but there's hockey pucks all over the wall. There's 100, 200, 300, 400 wins. They're all over. It's really neat. So back in back in northern Minnesota, talking hockey. So it couldn't be better.
2: Awesome. Well, there's plenty of hockey to talk today. Of course, today is NHL free agency, and it has been an active one. Some years are more active than others. And this is one that <laughs> but, seems to be...
1: But it's yeah. funny. You just don't know. because you, you, you call it free agent frenzy every year. And some of the times the, the analysts sit there in front of a blank TV screen with holding on to their phones for hours. Today, there's some stuff going on. And I, I said on Monday's show that Coyotes will be doing nothing. They'll be taking old contracts. They'll be doing nothing. You won't hear a word from the Coyotes. What do the Coyotes do? They're busier than any team in the league right now. So <laughs> wrong again.
0: Wrong again.
2: Oh, my goodness. Well, I mean,
0: honestly, I I mean, listen, these are these are depth signings that they're making. Um, um, There's there's a report, of course, out right now that they may be uh, taking on Patrick Nevis contract from the Rangers. We'll see how that plays out and what what they're extracting. We knew that they would do things like that, where they would try and extract assets from teams in exchange for those contracts. But I also expected them to make, you know, minor free agent signings. They've got to fill out a roster. They need some depth players. Maybe some players that could be flipped down the road. We'll see about that. I'm I'm not sure necessarily about the players they've taken on. But these are, by and large, you know, you look at the names like Nick. I'm sorry. It's getting other information as I'm talking to you guys. But Troy Stetcher, obviously, is a, a depth defenseman who didn't have a, a major role last year. Nick Bugstad as, as well. I mean, Josh Brown. These are all depth signings PD guys that, you know, will just play on the bottom end of their lineup and they needed to fill out, like I said, they needed to fill out a roster. They just didn't have enough guys under contract.
2: What, were you gonna no, was say?
0: Yeah. I had no idea. I thought
2: you were gonna reply. Um what I will say about the signings today is that you look at the size on some of these guys. So Nick Bushat six six and then Josh Brown six five. Um, we talk about Bill Armstrong's mold for what he wants the team to be. Again, we've talked about the Coyotes aren't looking to be a winning team. They're looking to fill out a roster and get through another rebuild year. But just starting along with Bill Armstrong's plan of having size, those two guys fit the mold. Um, Troy Stetcher is a one-year deal. He's a little bit on the shorter end, but Josh Brown, two-year deal. And then Nick Buchstad, one-year deal, um, $900,000. So, you know, they still have to fill out an entire NHL roster. And every time the Coyotes make a free agent signing, I just think of all the people who say, who wants to go play in Arizona? Well, there's people. So, Josh,
1: And you you start with these, let's start with the two defensemen. You got Troy Stetcher and Josh Brown are two right-handed defensemen. I mean, I, neither I would say is offensive. Neither I would say is defensive. They're just... Everyday NHL players, so you get two NHL defensemen, both right-handed shots. So now I start looking at the roster and I go, okay, well, what's the plan here? Because we always talk about where the holes were and coming into free agency, the biggest hole that I thought was there for was for a backup goaltender. I knew that that had to get done. So with Anton Stralman not coming back, you needed to look at right-handed defensemen. They picked up two NHL defensemen. So what does that mean for Victor Soderstrom and Connor Timmins? where do those two fit? Because Dyson Mayo showed that he's an everyday defenseman last year, paired with their with Gostas bear, their top guy. Yeah. So now if you've got Brown Mayo and Stetcher, there's your three handed three right-handed defenseman. So Soderstrom and Timmons, or are we carrying four on the right?
0: Um, you've yeah. got five on the left. So to me, there's, there's room to move here. Yeah. And don't forget Brown Brown could be, I haven't confirmed this yet, but he could be on a two-way deal. He could end up in Tucson for all we know, um, uh, and that's what he's been playing on in, in, in the past. Tucson, if you look at their roster right now, there are a whole lot of holes to fill. So, this could be one of those situations as well, where you could have, like what we saw last year, albeit for a different reason for injuries, you could have guys shuttling back and forth between the two clubs. Well, and so those are the defensemen.
1: So, we've got five defensemen on the left, four on the right under contract. Kalia Chonuk, uh, Deneen, Mosier, Gosses, Baron, Chikron on the left, Brown, Mayo, Stetcher, Soderstrom, Timmins on the right. So, I think. I, again, I'm wrong, so you just, just queue up your draft sportsbook app. I think they're done at the back end. I think that they've are I think that they got enough players to field a, a roster right now. They've got extra on both sides. They've got guys they can send up and down. There's two-way deals. Um, Deneen's on a two-way deal, so they'll have the ability to move guys up and down. I think they're set on the back end. I think they can put together six NHL defensemen every night. I think they're done. Goaltender, we still talk about it. I, I, I mean, Kojinesh yeah. tendered an
0: offer, but is he going to be your everyday backup? I, I, I don't, maybe no, he's, he's playing in the Czech Republic. That's good. Oh happen.
1: yeah. We said that again last time. Why did we, we just, say that?
0: Uh, they're maintaining his rights by doing that. Um, they are, I mean, Bill said that in my story this morning, that they are on in, the, in the market for a backup goaltender, but they could go about that a number of ways, PD. They could be looking at an AHL guy who's looking for a bigger opportunity. They could go through free agency. If something, you know, a, as I said before, you wait how this shakes out. Sometimes guys are desperate for uh, a chance for, for a roster spot, so the price comes down. Or they could even go via the waiver wire. We'll see how things go. The, the, the goaltending carousel has been nuts already this offseason. So wow. Bill did say that there are a lot of options for adding that backup guy to Karel Vednoka.
1: So we talked about the defense. You've talked about the goaltender. Let's talk about the, the, the forward that they signed, Nick Bugstead. By the way, Nick said Minnesota kid, so right, right there, get points with me. He's a first-round pick in 2010. He's played over 500 games in the National League, and I'm telling you what, when he played in Florida, he was drafted by, by Florida back in the in the 2010 draft. When he was with Florida, he's a guy I've always liked. Skates hard, hard on the puck, physical. He's a player I've told... I remember telling the coaches and managers back then, I said, he's a guy we should look at. He was always in the conversation. just wasn't the right time for Nick said. Then I... When you watch him play with Minnesota this year, so he played with last year with Minnesota, 44 games. He played 57 games this year. He makes a difference. I mean, he's a fourth line player. Make no mistake, this isn't yeah. a top line guy that's going to get you 20 plus. That's not who Nick Bukes is. But at so what is he listed at? He's listed six foot six. When he's coming down, he can skate. When he's F one coming in on a dumped puck, look out. Because he's coming and he plays physical. He'll put you through the glass. He's not dirty, not a dirty player. He's not going to fight much, but he plays extremely physical. He he plays Bill Armstrong hockey. This signing to me, I really like Nick Bukestad. I, I thought he could be a guy on a fourth line for a team that's trying to compete, which is what Minnesota did. Like He was on their fourth line. He had Felino on that line, too, where you've got those kind of grinding heavy players. He fit that mold. So for him to come into the Coyotes lineup, these guys can play every night. He's going to get bigger minutes here than he's going to get on a team that's trying to compete for the So He's going to play a lot. Nick Buksek is going to be a piece that you're going to see coming over the boards a lot this season. And you know what? You're going to be okay with it because he's going to work hard. He's going to play hard. He's going to throw that body around.
0: Yeah, healthy scratch a lot last season. But, I, you know, he didn't play any special teams at all with Minnesota. But I think you're right, PD In this situation, he's going to get more opportunity. I could see him being a PK guy. They need some help there. And, and, and again, you get them for nine hundred thousand dollars a year Well, for the one year. So it's again, it's a depth signing. It's a cheap signing. It's the kind of things that Bill was looking to do. And he, you don't want to commit any ter- sort of term to these guys because you want to be able to, you know, take advantage of the market even again next year. So you're going to see a lot of these short term deals with the Coyotes.
2: I want to go back to defense for a bit. I know we just ran through the list and we saw these small signings and talked about the defensive depth. But there's two things we need to address. Number one is something that Craig reported today about Anton Strahlman. And he was someone on Monday's show we thought would be coming back. And now it doesn't seem like he will. Craig, can you elaborate a little bit more on what happened there?
0: Yeah, I mean, just it felt like that they decided they were going to move on and may have asked for a little bit too much money. I didn't get a lot of details, just got the sense that, you know, they weren't able to come to an agreement. Who knows what's going to happen with Anton Strauman if he'll he'll get another opportunity. I, you know, I've seen some things floated out that maybe he'll go back to Tampa on a, a one year deal just to, to reunite with them for a little bit. But I liked the influence that he had on their younger guys. And that's the thing that you think about. You, you got to make sure that you have those guys on the blue line to be a good influence. I, I don't know Josh Brown or Troy Stetcher, what sort of influence they're going to have on this blue line. But you definitely like to have that element. And Anton Stralman definitely brought it for them. And then, yeah, I think that's going to be, we
1: yeah. talked about the piece, we talked about him all season. And we talked about the people that they paired with him. And they had the people... Um, Had that maturity level. He helped. He helped grow players. Like he was like, was he the fastest guy on the blue line for the Coyotes last year? Probably a hard no, but, but he was an effective player played. You could count on him every night to eat minutes and he could help guys lead them along in their path to becoming an NHL professional hockey player. I thought he was a big piece of what they're doing. Mildly surprised. He's not coming back. Like to your point, Craig, I don't know what they ask was. Brown and Stetcher aren't Anton Stroman. They're not going to, I don't believe they're going to fill that role. Stetcher's a Stetcher's guy that he's, he's been around. He's been for a few team through a few teams. So he'll bring some maturity, but I don't think he's kind of that, that that leader that's going to lead these guys through the path of professional hockey. So I think it's going to be a little, a little noticeable difference and an absence on that back end. But the, you know what? Give somebody the opportunity to step up. It is, is, is Gossett's Bear going to take a bigger leadership role? Is Chicken now that he's, looking to be back on this lineup is he going to take on a bigger uh, leadership role so it it just leaves an opening for somebody to step up and do more
2: and that uh, brings me back to the other point Um, obviously Craig reported last week that trickering looked like he was going to be with the team he wasn't going to get traded he's still being mentioned in trade rumors um, with Ottawa Craig do you still stand by what you said that he will more than likely be a part of this roster next year
0: yeah, I do. I think I don't think those rumors are being generated by the Coyotes. <laughs> I think they're being generated elsewhere, and you can you can make assumptions about what that means. Um, I I think Jacob Trickman thought he would be moved and was was hoping he would be moved, but I think the Coyotes are at the point now because of the because of the market out there, and then because of the the options, the trade options that are available. I don't get the sense that the Coyotes are going to do this anymore. I think they're going to bring him back. Look, maybe Jacob Chikrin can recapture the the level of game that we saw before last season, and that will certainly make him a more marketable player than he was after really struggling last season. Um, you, you just wonder, the, the thing that I think about all the time is, is this going to be a distraction? Do you really want this around your team if, if Jacob Chikrin truly is unhappy? But... You know, maybe they can come to an understanding. Maybe they maybe they can work through it with some conversations and convince Jacob Chikrin to you know at least commit to being here because that's the reality right now. If 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 you want to move on, it, it it certainly behooves you to play better hockey than Jacob Chikrin played last season. Otherwise, the market simply isn't going to be there. And again, Bill Armstrong's got, not going to lower his his uh, asking price for Jacob Chikrin Cause he, he knows what he's capable of and you know, you, you end up regretting that down the road if he recaptures his game.
2: Yeah. I think what Petey said before with Shaman leaving, and now there's an opportunity for someone to step up. My head went to despair, but maybe Chikrin after this whole situation and what everything, everything that went down and happened, maybe he will think, okay, if I really do want to move, I need to step up and prove myself, and maybe he'll have a burst of energy and a burst of motivation to to step up and show the other 31 NHL teams that he's capable of being that leading defenseman. So we'll see. It's a really interesting one, but um, so just to clarify for everyone, Jacob Chikrin is is likely not moving. Um, obviously, nothing set in stone until opening night if he's on the roster. But don't don't look for Jacob Chikrin to be traded. Anymore this summer. Um, oh, and we just got the Coyotes Acquire Nemeth.
0: There it is. Press
2: release. Uh, let's see. We got breaking news on the show. Coyotes Acquire Patrick Nemeth, a 2025 second round pick and a conditional 2026. Wow, we're going. We're going far. Second round pick from the New York Rangers in exchange for defenseman Ty Emerson.
1: Wow. who not Ty Emerson at development camp right now?
2: I believe he is
1: not anymore. Pack your bags, yeah. kid. <laughs> <laughs> that sucks. You got five days in Arizona. Whoa, whoa. Nope. No, you don't. He, he gone. Um, That's surprised Amberson's another right-handed defenseman that I thought would see a little more action than he did last year. We went through a rebuild. He's another guy we just talked about making room on the right-hand side. There's one of those moves. Nemeth, uh, Nemeth, the left-handed defenseman, what he played last year with the Rangers. He played 63 games with two goals. Mm. He's 6'4", 230
2: pounds. Again,
1: fits the mode. (laughs) But again, Kenny, and that goes back, we talked about the defenseman already. So does does he, is he another guy at 6'4"? So you got 6'4", 6'5", in Brown, and 6'6", in Busted. All what we're talking about, the way Bill Armstrong plays. But for me, the Nemeth one... On the left-hand side, I'm not sure how
0: much ice time there is on the left-hand side. Especially for, uh, listen, they, they couldn't wait to shed that contract. So this was, again, this was about the assets, right? This is about the assets. Whoa. We've been talking about this for a very long time, that they're going to look to try to make these sorts of deals so that they can acquire those additional draft assets and push them out. So yet again, here goes Bill Armstrong. Yep. And,
2: and, and you look at those picks and we talked about this at the draft is he's wanting to build out, not just the next two years, but down the line. So adding another 2025 second round pick, which was something he started to do at the draft. And then this one, this might be the first time I've seen a 2026 pick in the mix. Um, so he's really do like, that's what his goal is to fill the cabinet of draft picks going forward in years to come, not just next year and the year after. Um, so Leah, you know, what was the
1: what was the 2026 20, pick? It is
2: a conditional 2026 20, second round pick. So we we'll
1: 2025 ha- second round too.
2: Yeah, but the so the 2026 20, is conditional. I'm not sure what the conditions are on that one yet. But 2025 second round pick is firm.
1: So again, and, let's go. Let's go
0: back to what the assets
1: are. So we talked about 2026. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm sorry.
0: The condition on the pick is that the the Coyotes can take New York's 2024 third round pick. Or their 2026 second round pick. Those are the conditions. Their okay. 24 third round pick. Yes. Wow. And then the 25 second round pick.
1: Yep. I, I like it, what Bill Armstrong is doing. We talked about him having all these picks this year. Next year, right now, 2023, he only, and I'll say only in the first three rounds has four picks. But you go now to 2024. If he uses that conditional pick, that's eight. In the first three rounds. If he doesn't and uses it 2026, 20, now we got five, six now in 2025, including four second round picks. This is absolutely amazing the number of draft picks over the next four seasons. And again, when you talk about a rebuild and getting that window open, and he's talking about the cup window in 11 years, but the playoff window in five or six. Good grief! For these, a lot of assets, which can either turn into players, or as we saw in this year's draft, they can get you higher picks, and you can get two picks in the top eleven. I've just—it's amazing to watch this guy work. I've—I've I've never seen someone acquire these kind of assets for this long of a term. It's incredible. Yeah, 2026 now we're talking about it. It's That's crazy. crazy. That's, when are we, you and I are going to be retired. by 20,
2: I'm going to thir-
1: right? be 30. lee will be 30 and you and I will be collecting Medicare. So, uh, <laughs> oh, good grief. This is, it's, it's absolutely amazing. And I guess when you're trying to build from the ground up, this is what you need to do. And you stock those shelves for that long into the future. Uh, honestly, it's impressive.
2: Yep, I'm bringing this up just because it's so relevant and we haven't looked at it in so long. Bill the, wow, builder. the builder. Can, can he, he build it? it? Oh, can he build it? He well, we'll see
1: <laughs> wow. if he can. <laughs> see, Leah, you don't know Bob the Builder song. Like, you didn't have to sit and watch it. I had all the trucks I did and everything. Watch,
2: I watched Bob the Builder.
1: Can he I fix did. it?
2: Can he fix it? Well, we'll see. We will see. And we'll see what Ellis Bill Armstrong gets done today. Um, we'll get into some of the major pre-agent signings in a little bit. And we'll have more on an audio episode tomorrow about some of the major re-signings and whatever else happens after we get off the air today, because there will be more. Um, but if you want to get in on some gambling on the future action, make sure you download the DraftKings Sportsbook app to get in on that. Um, I'm sure NHL team futures are evolving today as teams are making some signings. Um, so be sure to lock in team future odds on the DraftKings Sportsbook app as you see them, as you like them, get your money in. It's super fun. There's a lot of people who put money on the avs at the beginning of last year and made some good money when they won the cup. So t- plenty of opportunities to win yourself some money on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. You don't want to bet on hockey. You can bet on pretty much anything at all. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the promo code PHNX. Make your first deposit and get a risk-free bet up to $1,000. That's promo code PHNX only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. And by the way, if you're watching us live on YouTube right now and you see Craig typing away, it's, He's just doing, he's multitasking right now. <laughs> no need to apologize, Craig. You're doing your job.
0: I enjoyed it's Portland, though. It's a cool yes. city. It's where yeah, I got this of course. Amazing.
2: And you know what else they had
0: in the team shop? I think I showed you guys already, so you know. Yeah, I know. Yes. They had a uh, Danny Briere jersey there, because he, of course, was the president of the Maine Mariners up until this season when he got promoted. So it was pretty cool, actually.
2: By the way, Isaiah's wishing me a happy early 30th birthday <laughs> thank you oh, uh,
0: wait that's really? four years from now okay still,
2: still a few years away from that,
0: happy 30th. <laughs> that oh was, boy that's significant i get now oh, that's that's when you take over when pd and i are both gone
2: yeah i'm gonna what oh. am i gonna do After solo? the memorial
0: service for pd and me <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: shut, shut.
0: Good grief. oh my grief. gosh 30 i don't even remember
1: 30 stop um, that I'll stop that
2: right. okay Well, let's move on to NHL, some NHL news. Like I said, we're going to get more into it tomorrow, but there were some major signings, and tying it into Coyotes still, let's start with some former Coyotes making moves, and let's start with Darcy Kemper because he's on the top of everyone's minds, just won a Stanley Cup with the Colorado Avalanche, and he has signed a five-year, $26 million contract with the Washington Capitals, an average five point two five. Per year, all I can think of in this situation is good for Darcy Kemper.
0: (laughs) Yeah, he's excited. I I exchanged texts with him briefly. He's excited for it. Washington is funny. I I was out. I remember being out with a bunch of Washington media members after the Caps visited Gila River Arena late in the season. And they were all like, the the thing that this team is missing is a goaltender. They really, really needed a goaltender. Darcy Kemper has got to get back to the level that we saw here in Arizona or even really – Uh, late in the regular season for Colorado but I I didn't think he played all that well in the postseason but this is clearly an upgrade over what they had Um, and Washington's like uh, a bunch of other teams and we can talk about a couple of those others uh, in a minute or even tomorrow but a team that still thinks its cup window is open whether it is or not so they went and got a goaltender that they think can help carry them to the next level.
1: You know, there are teams we talked about. Edmonton looking for a goaltender. Washington was one. Toronto was one. So, Samsonov or Samsonov, depending on how you pronounce it, from Washington, has moved on to Toronto, which opened up the hole in Washington. They clearly wanted to make an upgrade here, and winning the Stanley Cup helps that. It just does. So, Darcy Kemper takes his Stanley Cup to a team that's won a cup before. Their window is tightening. Like it's it's now or never for that team in Washington. Um, I still think they need to add a little something, but they've got time to do that i mean you've clearly got backstrom ovechkin all those pieces are still there um it's a good hockey team the problem for me in the eastern conference there's a lot of good hockey teams in the east and you're gonna have to it's a tough hill to climb in the east right now i mean i, I you can say what you want about tampa not winning the cup this year but tampa's not going away yeah toronto's not going away um uh new york rangers well, i think Florida's florida on the
2: florida carolina too.
1: Like, so there's, there's, it's a tough road to hoe and, and you have to have a goaltender to get there. And now you've got a guy that's won a cup. So does that build the confidence of the whole team? I think it's a, it's a great move for Darcy Kemper. Fantastic. Although that yeah. ride from the airport, he goes from the second, well, the, the worst city in, in America, not no, the whole league. <laughs> Cause Edmonton's the worst in the league by far from getting from the airport to the rink, not even close. Edmonton's like in another province, Colorado. A lot of people have been to Denver. That airport's a long way away. Getting from DC, the airport to D.C. Oh, boy. Howdy. That's tough, too. So he's Which not making one? it one?
2: Dulles or Reagan?
1: They don't fly into Reagan. I don't think you can fly into Reagan. I think you can only fly into Dulles. We only really? Fly into Dulles. I don't know. Somebody correct me if I'm wrong, and I probably am. But that's Dulles a long is... ride. Well, that's Dulles all i is... is... flown into with the, the hockey teams. Yeah, so, yeah,
2: okay, yeah. that's weird. Because I was thinking Reagan's pretty close to Yeah, Reagan's City close. Center.
1: But I, I was always understanding our our plane couldn't land there for some reason. I don't know. I'll call our travel okay.
2: guy. Well, Dulles is where I spent... Four hours the other day on my layover. So <laughs> but I'm this, very familiar. Oh
1: with boy. with Darcy Kemper moving, it's and we'll talk about this more tomorrow, but just the juggling of goaltenders. I'm gonna have to get, you know, the, the chart we have for, for <laughs> train
2: train talk talk with the
1: yarn and that you yeah. it's gonna be hard. There's there are more goalies moving today, and that always goes back to what I've said about this team with goaltenders three, four years from now when they're looking to this is what happens with goalies. They bounce around and, and yeah. they get rejuvenated in a new spot. And so am not surprised to see this much movement in goaltending, but I want Coyote fans to take heart that, hey, don't worry about drafting one. Don't worry about what's going to happen this year. You can get a
0: goalie. Like goalies just moved around. What they? How many today? Seven, yeah, six, seven. I mean, Jack Campbell and Edmonton too, right? And I yeah. like that signing. I was going to ask you guys that like of all the moves that have been made so far, and I know Johnny Gaudreau hasn't, Gone anywhere yet? There's some some names to fall still. What do you like the most so far today?
2: Man, <sighs> it's it's so you know, hard to know.
0: <laughs> it is, I got two candidates. I'll, I'll say I like Campbell and Edmonton. Edmonton clearly needed to upgrade their goaltending and see how we can fit into that system. And you got to, you got to send that message to Connor McDavid as well. <laughs> hey, we're at least trying, we're trying to upgrade a position of major need. The other, the other move that I really like was the Rangers signing Vincent Trocek. Yeah. Because I, you know, you guys have, have heard me say this over and over on the show. They were my regression team for next season. Cause I don't think that their goaltender can play at a, an all universe level for another season. We'll see. Maybe it proved me wrong, but I, I still didn't think that they were strong enough up, up the middle, and then they get Vincent Trocheck. So that's that's a good move for the Rangers, I think, to keep taking a step forward.
1: Yeah, and I think I think Trocheck over Kopp, and Kopp left the organization. I think yeah. that's an upgrade. I, I think that I'm a huge Trocheck fan. Have been for years. I think he's going to fit in really well there with the Benejad and Kreider. <laughs> I think that helps that hockey club. The other one for me, Craig. Um, what about your your favorite hometown team with Domi and Athenasiou? Um, So that they're going Make after him, they're, making they some said, moves. Yeah. <laughs> Make it some moves, but but the but as opposed to bringing in free agents and, and Claude Giroud to me to Ottawa, uh, I, I, I'm not sure how much gas is left in that tank. I, I want guess to
2: talk the, about Ottawa, time though. will
1: tell. The bigger thing for me is the, the guys that re upped with the team that they are on, and we'll spend a lot more time tomorrow talking about that. But it's Josh Manson, it's what happened with you know, Sergei Sergei Sorelli, Chernak, those kind of things. I think that was a bigger deal today. Um, for those teams that were able to hold on to their assets um, versus guys that signed somewhere else, Jack Campbell to me in, in Edmonton. I don't know if if Mike Smith can do it again. Like he's a forty year old guy that hey, I first to say I was wrong again. He played outstanding in the playoffs. Like he without Mike Smith, they didn't get as far as they would they did this season. So Mike Smith had a great year, a bounce back year for him. He had a good regular season last year. I just don't know how long that train can keep going. Like, I know he's incredibly fit, but but you have to think Jack Campbell's the guy. And going from Toronto to Edmonton, I know they're both Canadian media markets, media markets but they're much different playing in Toronto in Edmonton. They're going to embrace Jack Campbell in Edmonton. They're going to give him every opportunity. They're going to be so kind and loving to him. <laughs> It wasn't always that way in Toronto. And it's hard. It's, it, Toronto is a hard, hard place to play when things get a little bumpy or rocky. And for goaltenders, at some point, they just do get bumpy and rocky. And it was hard. And, and Campbell, I am not surprised to see him on the move. And I think it's a good fit in Edmonton. Look out for those Oilers. We're signing Kane. And now they got a goaltender, and really a goaltending tandem that they can rely on. That Edmonton team is another legit threat to repeat in the Pacific. Uh, with with Vegas, you're gonna have to look at Vegas not getting injured. But but again, those yeah. teams didn't do anything. You haven't, and Johnny you know, Hockey's in Calgary, right? So yeah, opens yeah. up
2: that division a little bit. And, yeah. and
1: those teams, you didn't see those teams with with all these cap issues. You didn't see the teams that are hovering around with the windows wide open, like we talk about Vegas. Nothing. You know, yeah. Boston. Those teams aren't making moves right now.
2: Yeah, it is really interesting to see. Um, and and one more thing about Campbell is everything that I've heard about him, he sounds like a really great teammate as well. And for Edmonton to get him for five years, he's still, you know, Mike Smith is 40, but Campbell is still, you know, in his prime. Um, and to get him at a cap hit of five million, like you know, I think I think the deal for everyone involved is good. So, really interesting. Um, to see there and another you know you mentioned Max Domi going to Chicago kind of big swing for him to go from a contending team with Carolina I know he was traded there but to then go to Chicago obviously like Arizona Chicago has to fill out a roster even though they're stripping it all down Um, so Max Domi one year three million in Chicago and then another former Coyote um, defenseman Ilya Labushkin One year, $2.75 million for the Buffalo Sabres. So good for Labushkin for getting some money there as well.
0: Yeah. Happy for Boosh. Good dude.
1: Yep. Um, Big minutes there in Buffalo. It's a team that's on the rise. I think they're, they're, they're probably a step or two ahead of where Coyotes are in their rebuild. Do I think Buffalo is a playoff team next year? Maybe just on the outside. Um, they're going to improve over last year. They're better. They're younger. They're faster. It's not a bad hockey team. And, and uh, Ilya is going to be an every night defenseman there, brings them a little bit of a different element. They've got a lot of those offensive puck moving defensemen. They're missing this grit. I think it's a good signing for both people. Um, it's not Arizona, though. Ilya, I know you're in Toronto for a bit, but bring a jacket because she's a little chilly. <laughs> Whoops. And, and we talked about that. I think the other big news today is the guys that didn't get signed yet. And we talked about Kadri being a big. Kadri's a guy that's big on the market and Johnny hockey a guy. Everybody's talking about those two are still sitting there. And you, you look at Colorado, just re-signed Lakin and Arturi Lakin and a guy that there was an ancillary piece lower in their lineup that really helped them in the playoffs. I thought he was outstanding on the march to the cup. They still would love to sign Kadri. Like they really would. Like he, he's a guy that they thought they'd be able to get signed to before free agency occurred and they couldn't. Does he still go back to Colorado? I'm sure they're still talking, but to, to see Kadri and, and Johnny Hockey not get any movement yet this late um, in the day, but mildly surprised.
2: It always cracks me up when free agency opens and there's a signing in the first 30 seconds. And it's like, oh, no tamp, the tampering window. It's
0: like Obviously
2: I. they were talking. I think the Giroux signing was in the first 10 seconds. Um, I was a little bit surprised about, the The money on Drew six point five million dollar cap hit. He's you know he's kind of on the back end of his career. He's a really amazing player, but you know for for three years at that price, it's really interesting to see what Ottawa's um, up to. They're kind of making a, a big some big moves this off season, acquiring Dabrinka, going after Drew. Um, it's really been interesting. And then of course acquiring Cam Talbot. As well, that yes, oh my gosh, it's so confusing. Um, but yeah, just interesting to see what Ottawa's been up to, especially given Ottawa's been in the conversation with the Coyotes at the bottom of the standings, and now they've kind of swung in the other direction going into the season.
0: Yeah, trying to make the playoffs, but again, like PDs keep saying, Eastern Conference, good luck. Yeah, the problem we're, with we're, this team.
1: I, I like it because I think they're they're young. We talked about their forwards, you, you got Brady Kachuk, now you got cats young, Drake Batherson's young, you've got Tim Stutzla is another young player, like they've got that Thomas Shabbat on the back end, like they've got that young core. And then now you add Cam Talbot, who's I say what you want to, Cam Talbot's a legit NHL goalie. Yeah, Jeru, maybe. But here's one of the big differences between what the Coyotes are doing to build and where Ottawa is building. Is you got to look what's coming up for them in the draft over the next two seasons. They've got a first and a second next year. Nothing in the third, and one first, one second the year after that. There's not a lot that they're going to be able to keep. It's one of those. They had those picks. They had, you know, you got Stutz, Batherson, Bathurst, Kachuk, great but then the cupboard kind of dried up. And that's what I'm, I'm so impressed with Bill Armstrong, who's able to keep those cupboards full year after year after year. So now when you are, I still think it's too early to go after a guy like Claude Giroux. But again, what do I know? I'm, we talk on YouTube, so I, I'm not a GM in the national hockey league, so I don't know. But to me, Talbot, I think has got a few good years in him. I think Talbot can help you win games every night. I'm not the Claude Giroux one. I'm not sure fits what they're trying to do right now. So that one's I'm, I don't get what Claude Giroux does for that team right now. I don't. I don't get the mix. They're young. They're fast. They're energetic. They're an exciting team to watch. Yeah. Maybe he's just a leader to help to help get them through that. Maybe he's the guy that that can be you know help guide some of these young players through the NHL path. How do you train? How do you work? Maybe.
2: Um, we did get another press release, um, something we mentioned at the beginning that wasn't confirmed but was on the table that the Coyotes have signed Laurent Defend. Dauphin. A, Dauphin Dauphin to a to a one-year two-way Le contract.
1: Dauphin. 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 So Dauphin. Yeah, and he's coming back to the Coyotes for the third time in his career. This <laughs> is his third did, did stint. the
0: press release really say two-way?
2: Yes, yeah, it, two-way. it did. Yeah.
1: Yeah, he was drafted by the Coyotes way back in 2013 when they were still the Phoenix Coyotes. So how about that? And he's just, he's a he's a two-way centerman. I mean, two way meaning he's going to be in the American league in the NHL. He's a, he's an up and down kind of guy. He can play NHL games. He's skilled enough to do that. He's a puck moving guy. He can uh, make plays. He just never quite broke through. There were moments when he came in that you thought, gosh, he's going to, he's going to bring you something. And it just, just, didn't just an in-betweener, just a tweener. And I think he's going to be a guy that, 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 that will start off down in, in Tucson, Familiar with the coaching staff there. They love him. He's kind of a leader down there. Now he's a more experienced veteran guy down there in, in Tucson. Um, so I think it's a good pick. He's, he's 20, 27 years old. Everybody knows him in the organization. He knows everybody. He knows the staff. Uh, I think it's a good fit. I, I like Laurent fan I think he's a good player, and I think he works hard. He's a good kid. I think he fits the mold. Um, I don't expect him to be a guy that you're going to see every day in a Coyotes uniform.
2: He couldn't stay away from Arizona because he just can't get enough of drinking Four Peaks beer here and going to the Four Peaks brewery. I mean, that has to be the reason he keeps coming I, back.
1: It would make me come back.
2: It, it would make me come back, too. Of course, we love Four Peaks here on the Peach Next Coyotes podcast. We love going to Four Peaks brewery as well. I believe today is the day the pumpkin porter's on tap. So if you uh, don't have plans this evening, you can head out to Four Peaks. Get some of that, get the chicken tenders that we always rave about. Um, so lot, lots of we love four peaks. Seriously, when I was in Montreal, like I was excited to come back and drink four peaks. And four peaks you can also just find anywhere you buy beer, fries, Target, even. Um, so get your four you know peaks. You can't,
1: Leah? you can't buy four peaks in Bemidji, Minnesota. Just that's saying. A, that's a bummer. Because I asked.
2: That's a bummer.
1: Hard
0: but no.
2: but in Arizona, pretty much anywhere. So Target Target. Target. Yes. Wow,
0: target has. Yep. Of course. That's yep. impressive.
2: It does. Um, and as always, if you want to enjoy four peaks, you must be 21 and over and enjoy it responsibly. I've mentioned that we're going to get into a lot of these big re-signings and some other free agent signings tomorrow. Was there anything else that we didn't talk about today that you really wanted to make have us mention today?
0: I think we covered all the Coyotes' bases. I, I, yeah. I'm still curious what's going to happen with a couple of their RFAs. Uh, We've talked about that briefly, um, but they have qualified Barrett Hayton. They've qualified Lawson Krauss. Those talks are ongoing. Clearly those are two key pieces that they have to get re-signed. So hopefully we'll get a little more information, a little more insight on that soon. And and beyond that too, the last time we spoke,
1: I, I don't know. Was the Christian Fisher deal signed yet? Yeah, so Fisher yeah. and Deneen have signed. So like yep. they're starting some of these pieces that we wanted to see fall back into place or falling into place. And I thrilled that Christian Fisher got his deal done. And when they didn't offer him a qualifying offer, as model to of concern, and then he signs a contract an hour later and I'm an idiot again. So <laughs> big, the, the big takeaway for me today is how active the coyotes were on the back end because I thought that was an area of strength for this coyote team last year. Um, and now I know, I know we're not talking Norris Trophy candidates. I, I understand that. But we're talking about guys that have played in the National Hockey League. We're talking about an experienced defensive core, again, for this team. Craig, I'm going to throw this at you. With Nick Butsteg signing, which I said I've already liked, these are everyday defensemen with size and a little bit of grit. Is this team going to be better than they were a year ago? And is that a concern?
0: I don't know. Yeah. Here's the thing. I mean, if if you're looking at progression of players, their core, maybe those guys are better. But don't forget that they play 20 of their first 24 yeah. games on the road. Yeah. And that is going to have an impact. I will tell you one team that is definitely going to be in the race for the, the worst pick in the draft. And that's the Chicago Blackhawks. Yeah. shedding contracts right and left. Anybody who's good. We're going to get rid of you. I know, I mean, there, there's talk about Patrick Kane that may not happen until the trade deadline, but look, if things go really far south really quickly for the Blackhawks, Patrick Kane may want out earlier than the trade deadline because who wants to be in that situation? Particularly a player like that, right, who's a clearly going to be a Hall of Famer, has won three cups. You got they. We've talked about this before. This is like my Blackhawk angst coming out. They should have moved on from Patrick Kane a couple of years ago when he was even more marketable. You could have gotten more assets for him in spite of the contract. It's tough now to move that contract, but I do expect Patrick Kane to move at some point this season. And then the Blackhawks are just going to be a, an absolute horror show on the ice. They will definitely be in contention for Connor Bedard. Yeah. Somebody else just brought up a comment.
1: Uh, Nicholas brought up a comment about the great equalizer. We always talk about his goaltending. Right now, without a backup goaltender, and uh, we got to see where Vimelko's at with his consistency because he, as we could see, he can make 45 saves and win the game on a shutout, or he can give up five of the first seven, and you're playing 20 of the first 24 on the road. Between those two factors alone, goaltending and travel, by the time they get back here in December, this could be a huge hole to dig yourself out of. Like w- the wedgie-veggie mixture seemed to work at points in the season where they did the East Coast swing and they did great. End of the season, there was some success with Vamilka. But boy howdy, 20 games in, unless you've got a really strong, secure backup, 20 games in, by they get here in December,
0: this could, honestly, it could be over. That's two boy howdies from Petey, by the way. Oh, did I? In the <laughs> same show? Oh, oh my gosh. gosh. And by the way... Would. I just
2: want—I just want to read this comment from Nay because I was actually thinking it too. We need—we'll have at least two to three defensemen <laughs> go down to That's injury, so we need the depth that just That's seems to happen point. year after year. Yes,
1: yes, yeah. you always need depth on the blue line. And they also—they also said maybe Ranta will come back. So there you go. Talking about injuries. <laughs> Get yes him back seriously yeah seriously. so I, overall I, I say this was a good day free agent signing for the Carriers was a good day picked up some more assets got a couple nhl players i think they, they they're getting to the point where we said are they going to field the roster of 23 nhl players i think they're getting much closer to doing that and i'll say this again i'm excited to see nick Bugsteg play i am i think in that little in that small venue he's a guy that's good the glass is going to shatter in, in in ASU. like He's going to rumble the, the bleachers there. He's, he hits I that love hard. How,
2: I love how excited you are about I him. Am, I've
1: liked this player. I've liked Nick Busted for six years. I, I've talked about him. I've, I've talked to managers and coaches. I like the way he's played even back to Florida. I think there's some offensive upside there that he hasn't seen yet because he hasn't had that opportunity or role that he is going to get this year. He'll get a better opportunity to play here than he has since his early days in Florida. I'm a really big fan.
2: Well, we'll continue to keep track of other moves the Coyotes make if any we'll talk more about free agent signings and re-signings on tomorrow's audio episode if you missed it at gopegenext.com Craig had a story this morning with more on what the Coyotes might be looking to do during free agency what else do you have coming this week Craig
0: well I'm just going to wrap up free agency so I'll get into some other topics later, but it's not the time to talk to to management about them. I'm I'm curious about the future of their development, and I, I want to yeah. want I want to talk to them about that after camp. But right now, it'll just be about, you know, just getting a, a sense of where the team is when all the dust settles on free agency. I I don't know that it's settled yet for the Coyotes. We'll see. We talked about adding a goaltender. We'll see if they do that in the next day or two, and then I'll I'll have something wrapping it up.
1: And one more thing I want to say, get the opportunity to stay here because Craig and I are both traveling all over the country again, leaving Leah holding the bag again. What an outstanding job Leah did yesterday out at the ice den covering the Coyotes development camp. Uh, Comfortable in front of the camera. The guys, the guys love talking to her. I I think it was fantastic content you got for, for PHNX. Leah, no one else in the Valley is doing what you're doing phnx lucky to have you we're lucky to work with you great job yesterday if you haven't seen her content go look it up because it's really cool stuff and um we're just glad that craig and i get the chance to work with you
2: thank you so much um more to come from that too i have yesterday we tweeted if you missed it at phnx underscore coyotes a little minute 30 recap of day two with some answers from a handful of coyotes prospects but i have a full interviews um in the bank so more to come on that this week stay tuned here on the page and exports youtube channel for more on that as well and just a couple more loose ends um we tweeted it yesterday but connor geeky will unfortunately miss the rest of coyotes development camp after going down with injury on monday it doesn't seem serious it should be okay but he will miss the rest of development camp at least the active stuff he'll still participate in you know some of the the off ice seminars and and whatnot Um, and then just to go back to what Craig said about maybe there'll be more free agency moves yesterday every single time I saw Bill Armstrong he was on the phone Mm -hmm. so um, yeah we'll, we'll see we'll see what else happens and And if you want to read Craig's stories, be sure to become a member at gophnx.com. Sign up for an annual membership. Get a shirt from the locker. You can get a hat from the locker, phnxlocker.com. Join the members-only Discord. It's been really active today talking about all the free agent signings. If you're just a hockey fan in general, it's a really great place to be. You know, we talk about the Coyotes all the time. But most Coyotes fans are hockey fans in general, so we love talking about NHL. And like I said, we'll get more into that tomorrow on our audio episodes. So be sure to like, and subscribe wherever you get your audio podcasts as well. Any, any closing thoughts?
1: I'm good for today. I'm going to go outside. Leah, how about you at 112? I think we're at 70 today. So that's
2: rude. What's the temperature in Maine?
1: High seventies. Yeah. It's just an awful day. We made it a little cloudy though.
2: If you added up the yeah, temperature I is know, where exactly. both of you are it be what the temperature is I had to put a
0: jacket, a jacket on I had to put a jacket oh, on this morning. Crazy it rained here yesterday, cooled yeah. off in the 60s, it was crazy. I and love it, Arizona. You know, you got right. those puffy clouds occasionally blocking the sun PD so it's a li- it's a little bit annoying. <laughs> I've I've always wanted to do this Craig I
1: always wanted to be in a financial position to, like all those Canadians go to their cottage. I don't have a cottage here, Oh
2: my god, I want to be a snowbird. That's literally my yes. life goal.
1: Like, my, Leah, right there with you. I don't know if I'll ever achieve it, but I've always wanted to be a snowboard. Yeah, Arizona. Love Arizona. Fantastic. I don't want to move. I love it there. But, boy, this week, it's a little, it's just a touch to Arizona for me. So, this is, if you have this ability, fantastic. And Caleb's right, too. The, the mosquitoes, buddy. Okay. Oh, buddy. I also
2: need to read this other co- comment from Caleb. Hope she brings that vigor to yours and Craig's funeral. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah exactly uh, that kind of energy hey
2: if that you get a vacation energy. home if you get a vacation home in the next few years like please leave that to me in your. Yes.
0: In the will. cottage <laughs> i think cottage. our new uh logo for phnx coyotes will be like two headstones for you and me <laughs> yeah. and <Maria's> <laughs> i
1: know yeah she might be 30 she's almost 30 i don't even remember 30 <laughs> Good Lord. Oh, Lord.
2: oh my God! good gosh. stuff.
1: And on that note. On you can't that note. not anywhere else. PHNX, yeah. the only place you get this kind of content.
2: Oh Seriously. Thank you everyone so much for joining us here on our live show and for chiming in in the chat. Subscribe to PHNX Sports on YouTube. Follow us on Twitter at PHNX underscore Coyotes and follow PHNX Sports across all social platforms as well. We'll be back with an audio episode tomorrow, another live show Friday at 11 a.m. Until then, enjoy Free Agency. More to come, I'm sure. Enjoy the rest of your Wednesday, and we'll see everybody tomorrow.